When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You what song are you gonna sneeze? <laughs> Me? Who? Yeah. I feel like there's something like moving in my nose. Like <laughs> You got a dancing boogie? Yeah. There's like the the hairs in my nose are shifting or something's going on. Winds of She's change a... in my nasal cavity. <laughs> She's got an oogie boogie. <laughs> Uh, hey, right. how do you make a tissue dance? You know what I mean? Put a little boogie in it. All right, guys, welcome back <laughs> to another episode of Potted Together. I'm Nicole, and I'm joined by my co-host. <laughs> this is like the start of like a sex line. Like, I know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, did I, we just call a 1-800 number? Oh, geez. Never mind. Welcome back to Potted Together. Happy Halloween, everybody. I'm Nicole, and I'm joined by my co-host, Adam and Becky. Hello. Hello. Happy Halloween. I, okay, is this episode airing on Halloween? Yes. Ooh. I'm so excited about today's episode. We have a really fun one for you guys. We asked all of you for your spooky, scary stories. And we got we got quite a bit. And some of them are, I'm not going to lie, some of them are pretty scary. We have a video for one of them. Ooh. And uh, yeah, you can find it in stories. But listen to the story before you go check out stories today. People are going to see the stories before they listen to the episode and be like, what the heck is this? Yeah. <laughs> well, boo. <laughs> but first we have to catch up. <laughs> like the way that Nicole comes alive when we're going to be spooky. She's just like, <laughs> her face like, is like lit up and she's so excited. I know. I, I so am. regret like not we since this episode is airing on Halloween too. I'm like, dang it, we should have had costumes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I stopped dressing up for Halloween probably in my early twenties. Like after I stopped going to house parties, I probably was when I stopped dressing up. Yeah, yeah, it's been I mean, a while. I I do feel that. I if I had friends here and somebody was throwing a party then yeah i'd dress up but like since we're just gonna be hanging out at home like what's the point <sighs> yeah yeah role play i remember role play is the point <laughs> oh <laughs> i wasn't gonna go there <laughs> i remember <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry 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 becca's got, becca's got plans for later all, like, all of a sudden the weird costumes you could wear and like all the funny combinations of people in their costumes like i don't know it just made me laugh sorry hey luigi why don't you come up here to my <laughs> castle yeah it's, it's like me mario yeah <laughs> which by the way there's um, going to be a live action not a live action like an, an animated mario yeah. 
Nintendo thing. I'm so excited. Movie? Yeah, Dan and I watched the trailer. Jack Black is voicing somebody. I don't know who. Oh, um, he's the best. Oh, There's he's... some controversy with it. Oh, really? Because Chris oh, because Pratt is Chris voicing Pratt. Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no don't way. Like Chris Pratt. Um, right. Okay, but Jack Black is playing the villain guy. I don't remember his name. He wears like Bowser? the... Bowser. Yes, Bowser. Yeah, he has a shell. The shell guy. Who's Princess <laughs> Peach? Shell. I don't know. Um, well, if you're yeah. going to bring something up, you better come with all the facts, all right? <laughs> I'm sorry. You're, I'm talking, so... <laughs> you're talking to some OG Nintendo playing fools here, okay? I know. I'm, I'm uh... new to the Nintendo world. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was my childhood. Uh, but in 2023, yeah. Super Mario World is opening in Universal Studios in California. <gasps> wow. I'm I will so be going. I'm so excited about that. Oh, Princess Peach is played by Anna, Anna Taylor-Joy, the Queen's oh, Gambit. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh. Yes. Oh, and Charlie Day is doing Luigi. He's the guy from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I love him. Big crush on him. Is there a Yoshi? Uh, well, Yoshi doesn't talk. Well, true. <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing his little sounds? He makes though? sounds. Seth yeah. Rogen is Donkey Kong. Keegan Michael oh, Key yes, is so Toad. Funny. Oh, yeah, Keegan Michael okay, Key. So this funny. is gonna be vibes. Are people just upset about Chris Pratt? Yeah, because they said it doesn't sound like Mario. It just sounds like Chris P- Pratt. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Like, why didn't they have an Italian person do Mario? Mario is right. Italian. He has an Italian accent. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's the okay. that's the scuttlebutt. That's that's the issue. Okay, I I get that. That does make sense. When I was looking it up, I saw that people were not happy about that casting, but I did not understand why because I didn't put much thought into it. But that does check no. out. I would. I am upset about that. <laughs> I'm with you <laughs> wow. guys. Actually, yeah, I mean, what a roller coaster like moment, Mario. folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that doesn't make any sense, does it? um yeah okay well uh nicole i'll let you lead i was about to do something so nicole you do it (laughs) no that's okay i was just gonna say we need to catch up i don't know how we got on that little mario thing oh costumes costumes it's a me yeah so like (laughs) (laughs) it was a me (laughs) i i got some pipe that needs to be laid sorry I remember I remember dressing up. What? The fear on Becca's face when I said that. <laughs> uh. Okay, sorry. You remember no, dressing okay. up? I remember dressing up one year, like I was older, like I hadn't dressed up in a while, but it was just to scare trick-or-treaters. But I can't remember what I wore. And then one year, me and Jay went and bought a bunch of, like, scary masks at the Halloween store. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we have a lot of costumes, but we just don't dress up anymore. We're boring. Wait, so you guys were those people that scared trick-or-treaters when they came to your house? Yeah. Oh, one year. I hated I was that. a teenager. <laughs> and, like, we had a long, um, like, parkway in our back yard and we had the kids go around like through the side of the house to the back door no way and we had 
<laughs> we had like an entryway to our basement. So we put like a smoke machine down there. And I'm pretty sure I wore the Michael Myers mask for this. Probably the whole the whole get up. And like I came out of like from the basement when they were walking like up to the door. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fun. We didn't go through any candy because we scared them before they could come back <laughs> to get the candy. It was perfect. Um, oh my gosh. That is intense. See, okay, that reveals so much more about you than I previously <laughs> knew. No, really, because like I just feel like that is like a a pivotal like childhood thing that you did that we did not know until just now. So thank you. I only did it I only did it once, one year, but it was fun. We maybe we should bring it back now that yeah. I live in the burbs. Scare the some birds. little suburban kids. Yeah, yeah, they need they need some they need some fear in their lives. They got the cozy life out in the burbs. Oh, Becca said bye. Uh, she, did what? she touch her headphones? Probably. <laughs> the funny thing is, whenever this happens, I always hear on the editing side of "Dang it, what, what?" <laughs> did you? <laughs> yeah, I literally said what. <laughs> 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 I said, I literally, oh, Becca said bye. I literally do not know what happened. It just like crashed or something. That's weird. Wow, that's spooky. Funny. That's that's happened to me. Yeah, maybe you have some friends over there. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Okay, let's do let's do a catch up. How has your week been, Adam? Um, I just I got back from my trip to back home to Nebraska, so. Really oh, yeah. had to decompress for a few days because mm-hmm. yeah. I was I was there for like ten days. It was it was a lot. Oof. That's a long yeah. trip. Yeah, I know. Um, but all in all, it was pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, my sister got married. It was a little wedding celebration. It was sweet, but the place that she was getting like the recep- like the ceremony was at. I sent you guys those pictures. But yeah. they breed they breed husky puppies. Mm-hmm. You didn't come home with a puppy. I really wanted to. Mm. Oh. And they were selling them for five hundred dollars, which I thought was pretty reasonable. I don't know. That sounded yeah. reasonable to me. Um, yeah. But I've so. never actually bought a dog. You know, like that. You know, it's always yeah. been adopt or rescue. Um, but. I got to like just smell their puppy breath and it was like the best five minutes of my life. And then this one, I was like holding this one, the white one that was like full on snuggling into my coat, like (laughs) sleeping. And this little girl comes up and she's like, can I hold the dog? And honestly, every ounce of me wanted to say no. But then I felt like I couldn't because there were other people standing around me like watching this interaction. But I did not want to give this dog away. So, but I did. But I told her if, if you get if when you're done with that you bring it right back here <laughs> oh my god see here's what i would do i'd, I'd be like covered up with my jacket and be like what dog like pretend like Ugh. make it seem yeah. like you're messing with her but then just like walk away and everyone would be like haha yeah he's such a funny guy gosh why didn't i <laughs> think of silly that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it was i mean it was a pretty good weekend gotta see family gotta you know, see fall and feel fall, which was so nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know. Isn't it great? Yeah. <sighs> uh, the leaves. They're so pretty. But I'll get it again next week because we're going to Indianapolis, so. You'll get it more so, I feel. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be cold next week. Do you own a coat? Yeah, I still have, like, all my coats because I haven't really, 
Uh, okay. I haven't gotten rid of things because I like to ski and stuff. So I was like, well, if I go skiing, I need a, a thick coat, you know? Yeah, true. <laughs> I always hated that, though, like going from a hot place to a really cold place because you have to pack so much more. And then, like, typically you'll wear your coat to the airport, but then wearing it home, it's an inconvenience because you're, like, sweating, you know? Because what is yeah. it, still, like, 90 in Phoenix? Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, I had a little trouble at the wedding, though, because, like, nothing was planned. Nobody was really taking charge. And I was like, this is my moment. Because, <laughs> like, this is going to be yep. a shit show. Like, the rehearsal, no one was actually doing the rehearsing. I was like, that's the point of the rehearsal, is to find out where you're walking, when, and where you stand. Yeah. And everyone was just kind of lollygagging down the aisle, and I was like, hold the phone, <sighs> went to the back, <laughs> and I was like, men, you're going to hold your arm like this. Ladies, you're going to put your arm like this. Because you've been to weddings where they don't do this, and then you have like the two people walking arm in arm, but like really awkwardly, and you're like, what the hell yeah. are you doing? Yeah. Have you never touched another human before? Like, I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then they get their photos back and they're like, oh, maybe we should have rehearsed. <laughs> yeah, it was it was kind of a shit show, but, you know, they loved it. So that was fine. That's all that mattered. Yeah. Good. Duh. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> but um, I was kind of keeping you guys involved with the whole photographer situation who she was like really nice. But this was her first wedding and clearly did not know <laughs> how oh. to take photos. <laughs> Like, she was an auto gal. I'm 100% positive. Um, Which I felt bad, but you know what? I'm sure that the photos are going to be decent and everything's going to be fine. I can say this. Did you see any? I haven't. Well, no, but she kept showing people the photos after she took them. You know, what are those kind of people? Like, like a lot of confidence. Wanting affirmation, like, immediately Mm -hmm. after she took your photo. Yeah. Yeah. See, I was envisioning her showing you some photos and then you being like oh sweetie just give me the camera for a second (laughs) just quickly changing all the settings bro i wanted to (laughs) i wanted to so bad like when we were in that one room that had these huge beautiful windows and she shut the shades and popped up the (gasps) on-camera flash and i was like oh lord oh no i i i almost i died inside a little i really did oh yeah I don't know if I would have been able to not say anything. Like, just, I don't, I understand why you didn't, which you're right for not, but like, Mm -hmm. no. The natural light is what you wished for. Yeah. No. Optimist here. Um, (laughs) 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 The the photos will probably be better than if someone was going around with their phone. Like, if they didn't have a photographer, it's better than if they had nothing and were like, Everybody just send your photos in. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah. there's that. <laughs> and you got to start somewhere. Like I said, this was her first wedding. Yeah. So there was just like so many things. Like I kind of was like, we we're at the reception and I let the head table went and got their food and she wasn't like eating. And it was like, go get your food. And she was like, oh, no, I'm going to wait for everybody. I was like, no, that's not how it works. Because when the head table's done, <laughs> your job starts. So, like, you, Thank need to, you. you need to eat when they eat. And I even announced, yes. like, the head table's going to go first and the photographer. And she didn't go. <clears throat> and so oh, I was just man. like, pro tip, like, you need food. And you're yes. going to eat when they eat. That's your break. And so yeah. she went and got food. You, you were like the day of coordinator. 
Yeah, yeah. you were everything. Ever consider going into that? I mean, you did a great job. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was no. full on wedding planner Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez up there. <laughs> but then she, the reception, she had like this hot chocolate bar, which was like a really cute idea in oh, theory. Uh, lots of like little toppings and stuff. But they were going to heat up the milk with an old style like coffee percolator, you know, that you see in churches. Oh. Yeah. Um,. <laughs> So they dumped the gallons of milk in this percolator, and then, like, 30 minutes later, the milk was all over the floor and all over the table, apparently had a hole in it, and I said, did no one test the percolator before we tried this? (laughs) And and then it just smelled like burnt milk. Like, it was the worst smell ever, and I'm just like, oh, my God. So finally, they just got a crock pot and dumped milk in a crock pot, and people were just, like, ladling it out. Oh, dear. (laughs) jeez. Oh dear. Oh. So you know what I'm I'm curious to know, like back to the photographer. Did she shoot in raw? Because there's a lot of things you could correct in post production if she shot in raw. Yeah, I am guessing she probably doesn't know what raw is. I mean, these are lessons you gotta learn, you know, by getting on the field and she's out there doing it. She was super sweet and really kind, but she also had like these really fashionable boots on but like big chunky heel but they were like a five inch heel and i'm sitting here thinking no. like girl girl mm. <laughs> you start you gotta it, start somewhere it, sis saying <laughs> it sis mm. gym shoes honey gym shoes okay mm. yeah. black gym shoes get yourself oh. some comfortable ones yeah but okay so i yeah. feel like a negative nelly it was fine i'm sh- like they loved their day and that's fine it just wasn't like how i would have done things but that's it's not about me you know right mm-hmm. yeah no i get that i get that but it also probably stemmed from the fact that you've worked uncountable weddings you know what i mean like yeah. you've been at so many weddings and you've seen it done so many times that you probably just really wanted you know to help mm-hmm. which is I would have been like I would have been the same way for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and like the day of the wedding my dad was like we have to be there at 10 a.m. and I was like no, we do not, dad. And he was like <laughs> yes, we do. That's when the photographer shows up. They want the wedding party there. And I was like we are not the wedding party. You're the father of the bride. I am just an MC at this reception, which basically means I just announced a few things and that was it and pushed play on a playlist. And mm-hmm. Like, we don't have to be there. And he was like, he got mad at me because he was thinking that I was upset that I wasn't part of the wedding party. That me (laughs) saying that was me complaining. And I was, so I said, I'm not part of the wedding party. And he was like, yes, you are. Stop saying that. And I was like, no, I'm not. And it was like, (laughs) I don't want to be. It was like that situation that you're like always in with your family when you're a whole grown human that you're living life on your own, but they still kind of view you as like this child that doesn't know anything. Mm. Yes. And so we show up to the place at 10 a.m., which is literally just me in a full tux while the girls <laughs> are just getting their hair done. And, I, and I'm just sitting here like, cool. And then at like <laughs> cool. noon, at noon, like two hours later, my dad comes up and he's like, yeah, we probably didn't need to be here this early. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think? Like, I was telling you we did not need to be here this early. <laughs> oh, dear. At least, say, uh, Optimus, oh, God, I'm sorry. At least he was, like, 
in his own way, he told you that you were right, which is always satisfying, yeah. right? It's yeah, it satisfying. was. It was oh. satisfying. But family yeah. man, you know. The pumpkins were on point. The pumpkins were on point. Beautiful pumpkin. Also, oh, yeah. Yeah, and I just found out this past week that Becca doesn't like warty pumpkins. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, they're the best ones. <laughs> Ew. They're okay. so cute. I think it might have something to do with the trypophobia situation for me. Yes. Um, probably. Wait, is that how you say that word? I think that, whatever. Trypophobia? Trypophobia. Yeah, something like that. The holes. Fear of holes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it just grosses me out but there's certain things that gross me out and certain things that don't like i posted a photo of like choya and a bunch of people were like you really should have put a trigger warning for like trypophobia and i was like oh i'm sorry i didn't even think oh, about choya oh yeah yeah it yeah, doesn't yeah, bother yeah. me looking at that close up but like the warty pumpkins like locust blooms or whatever uh-uh, the I can't do it. lotus to seed pods is that what you're oh yeah lotus are... not locust lotus yeah oh my gosh lotus yeah honeycomb Honeycomb See, doesn't bother me, but the locust lo oh my god, I can't said it again. Lotus things. I can't do mm-hmm. it. I think it's like, like because it's like kind of wrinkly around the holes. Like I can't do it. It's so gross. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm Ew. the complete opposite. I can't look at honeycomb because mm. it freaks me out. Or like bees going in and out. Like, oh, that just creeps me <laughs> out. <laughs> but a warty pumpkin. Oh, it's oh. a misfit pumpkin. Anyway. I really liked the pumpkin setup and how you did it like around the head. T- that was the head table, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought that that was so cute. See, but again, like I felt like I was overstepping my bounds because when I was there, the mother of the groom was setting up the pumpkins. Um, and it was another one of those situations where I was like, we can't have this. Like this can't <laughs> happen because it was like just a line of pumpkins covering the whole front table in like a straight line oh and so i started rearranging one of my sisters told her like oh let him do it he's an artist but i'm sitting here thinking an artist like i'm not an artist i feel like that was code for he's gay he knows how to do this okay i thought that's what she was gonna say oh let him do it he's gay like i really thought that's what you were gonna say like i'm just imagining like the gay big brother from the big city coming into the small town wedding and it's like, uh-uh, no, everything needs to change. Yeah. Yes. That's kind of how it was. Yeah. I felt like... In your double XL shirt. I'm sitting, here, I'm sitting here like a full-on walking stereotype. I'm like, girl, no. Mm-mm. Ain't happening, sis. I love it. That shit is so funny. Oh, my yeah. God. I think that Good is times. hilarious, like, in the best way. Mm-hmm. Mm. But all in all, yeah, it was a good trip. The table, like the centerpieces, which I had never seen this in real life, but they were full of like those clear like balls, like the water balls that you would like soak in water. But when you put water around them, they basically become invisible. Mm. Oh, yeah. And then there was like big colored pearls just like in the vases too, but they look like they were floating in the water like still because they're in, they're surrounded by those tiny balls, but when there's water in it, you can't see it. I was like, this That's is cool. the coolest thing ever. I thought it was so yeah. cool. Well, at least you had a good time, and I'm sure, like, and the flights were okay, right? Yeah, yeah. Good. So good. I told Steve this yesterday, but when I was leaving Grand Island, uh, 
you know how bad like I get bad anxiety on flights but we were like yeah. we pulled away from the gate and we were taxiing to the runway and a butterfly like flew up over the wing by my window and for some oh. reason in my mind I'm like I'm gonna be okay like in that moment I was like Aww. I'm safe and I don't know why it was so weird but yeah the flights were fine good that's good I also hate flying, so I definitely feel your pain. And I was going back and forth about, like, should I text him, save flight? Should I not bring it up? Because maybe his mind's not thinking about it. You know, like, I didn't want to, I didn't know what to do. But I'm glad that you had a good flight. Yeah, both the, f- ways. the flight there, I watched Hocus Pocus 2. Wasn't it good? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I then the flight back home, I watched The Real Bling Went Ring. Like, all episodes of that. <sighs> crazy right yeah yeah it was nuts but you all like i sorry i feel like i'm talking so much this is gonna be quick um that's okay the i was in middle nebraska like very small town nebraska and i really feel like my internet switched to be different which is so weird to say but tiktok i was getting all of these conspiracy theory tiktoks but like the wrong side of conspiracy. I don't know how to explain it. Oh, but no. I was getting a lot of TikToks of like Hocus Pocus 2 being like Hollywood is throwing it in our faces that there are actual baby cells mixed up in our skincare, in our food products and all that stuff. <gasps> what? And I was like, there are people who actually believe that like Pepsi has stem cells in it and won't drink Pepsi or any of those products. Like, And I was like, how did I get here? And I really, truly <laughs> feel like it was a location thing. It was like, oh, you're in this area, so this is like what we're pushing out. Oh, that's out. weird. I don't know. It was freaky. Yeah. That is weird. I don't doubt that, though. There was that one line in Hocus Pocus 2 where the, the girls, when they first saw the witches, and they were like, oh, we don't have to do that anymore. There's already souls inside the, the products. And they they were using that as proof that Disney and Hollywood in general was just throwing it in our faces that, like, all of this stuff is real and they're laughing at us kind of thing. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, the conspiracy theorists kill me. It is wild, though. Like, if that's all you're ever exposed to, how could you think any different, though? Like, it makes you understand. Like, I say this all the time. Like, moving here has made me understand a lot. I don't agree, mm-hmm. but I understand why they would think certain things. Yeah. Like, why, like, brainwashing is real. You yeah. know, like, sometimes I think about just watching mainstream media and how brainwashing that could be, too, because they're not really telling you the whole thing, you know? Mm-hmm. There's so much. Yeah, there's... It's it's crazy. <sighs> oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, that's right. my catch-up. Sorry for being so long. <laughs> No, that's okay. That's okay. Becca, how was your week? Um, yeah, this week it's it's been rather uneventful. Like two days this week, it was raining and very cloudy and dark like all day. So I was pretty much just hanging out inside and doing like a few things outside on the greenhouse. I set a deadline that I want to have plants moved into the greenhouse by the end of October. Like I want to be done. Mm-hmm up to that point like by the end of October so and I really said like by the time my mom visits at the mm-hmm. like last week of October and I think that I'll be able to do that um <laughs> I hope there's only a few things that I need to do before that can happen so I think that it'll be okay being like completely What's left? um so I need to finish putting up the last wall 
uh, installing all the fans in the exhaust fan, installing the corners, like the corner trim, just to, like, button mm-hmm. up the outside, um, put on some, like, horizontal wood pieces between the plastic and the plywood siding just to, like, hide the seam. I need to build the benches. Mm. And that's pretty much it. Like, there's really not much. Like, all of that, that could like probably... That seems like a lot. <laughs> oh. seems like a lot. But it also seems like you could probably knock each one of those things out in, like, two days each. Yeah, like a day. Well, like, most of those... Like, the benches is going to take a while, but that's something that can be, like, a work in progress. Like, as the... Like, yeah. you know, plants can be in there, and, like, as I'm building the benches, I can be bringing them in. And right. I'm still, like, trying to figure out the design for the interior because, like, I thought I wanted to just do benches all around, like, four-foot-tall benches around the entire perimeter. But then I was thinking, like, oh, well, if I have tall plants in there, I don't want them to be already four-foot off the ground. You know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. I think on the big north side, I want to have, like, maybe two-foot-tall benches so they're off the ground but not, like, too tall. Right. I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to figure that out. Yeah. So, yeah, like there's like concrete things that like need to be done. And then the rest of it's just sort of like up to whatever I want to do, like mm-hmm. design wise. So I'm still trying to figure that out. And I really want to put like um, a sink in there, like a vintage sink. I need to find one for a good price. Um, yeah. I am in the right like location for it, though, because it's, it's like a farm, like a traditional farmhouse sink. Like there's lots of people selling them. I just might have to yeah. drive a little bit to find one. But um yeah, there's just stuff like that is left, but I will, I definitely will be able to move plants in, in like the next couple of weeks, which is exciting because I had to bring my houseplants inside and there is no room. Like I have big houseplants. They're big. Yeah. They've been outside the last couple of summers. Like they're getting really big and uh, yeah, they cannot live in my house. I mean, maybe they could, but I don't want that. It feels like too much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely a person that's like, no, you definitely can have too many houseplants. I really (laughs) believe that. Like, I know it's like. It feels overwhelming. Yeah. I know it's like funny and cute to say you can never have too many, but like, don't sometimes you just want to have like a clear surface where you can just like put something on, like work on. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's why I'm so thankful to have the plant room because everything is in there. And like the entire purpose mm-hmm. of that room is to have plants. And then like the rest of my house, I have like, you know, a few. But mm-hmm. anyway, so yeah, the first couple of days of this week, I was just sort of chilling out, doing a lot of editing. I filmed quite a bit last week. Um, and then, oh, what's happening? Oh, my father-in-law is like in town kind of he's in the hospital so that's been like a, a whole thing we're going to visit him like almost every day so that's taken up mm-hmm. a lot of evenings but the fall colors are here as we discussed and mm-hmm. my property is just so beautiful like it is oh it's so beautiful this time of year really any time of year besides winter if it's snowing yeah. it's really pretty but like you know dead of winter no snow i'm like i hate this place yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah, it's just such a beautiful place to live. I love it so much. I'm I'm sad that we're going to have to move eventually, but you know, maybe we could hold on to it and come back, but we'll see. But that's like becoming more of a reality as like time goes on and I'm sad, but it's okay. Life. Yeah. yeah. Life moves the on. The trees 
the trees on your property like they're they're so different so like they all turn different colors at different times and Mm -hmm. it's just like this light show yeah you know yeah that's something that i've noticed about missouri and daniel has also said this like a lot but like there's so many different types of trees here like Mm -hmm. i imagine in other places since he said that there's like all oak or like all maple but here it's like there's lots of maples which are mostly maples are turning right now like very vibrant um yeah like our oak tree is like starting to but the maple tree is like bright red and then there's lots of like yellow and orange in the woods Mm -hmm. and like still lots of green i'm hoping that it holds on for my mom because she's visiting at the end of october like i said and she wanted to see the colors and i'm like I don't know. Oh, like right now is like probably the best time, but like she'll probably see like remnants because yeah. I remember last year around this time we went to Hawaii um, at the end of October yeah. and like there was still colors when we left, but when we came back, there was none. Like mid-November, yeah. there was like nothing. So well, I think there's going to yeah. be a cold freeze coming through soon, which usually kind of seals the deal on the fall colors, right? And it's like this, it's like the next couple days, I think, where it's going to be real cold tomorrow. That's usually all it takes is like an evening frost and then like a little bit of wind and they're all gone, you Mm -hmm. know, like wind and rain usually clear them off. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like 29, 26. Uh, Yeah. Get those plants inside. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that side of things i had to get a new phone which i have talked at length with these two about so i i don't (laughs) feel the need to say much but basically i cracked the back of my phone again because like the little part of my phone that is not covered by a case got of course it hit it of course it got smashed with a rock because i was on on the greenhouse being stupid and i dropped it and of course it fell a rock fell in that exact spot and poked up and it cracked it and it's been cracked for a while and like my camera was being buggy because it hit the camera and Mm. so yesterday i finally went in to like go get it fixed and it was gonna cost like five hundred dollars which is insane it is yeah um so i ended up getting a new phone for various reasons that i it just will not revisit. I already had the conversation with Daniel too, so I'm like, I'm over it. I had the to the trauma still there. The trauma, yeah. I had to explain to him because I kind of just did it, and like, whatever. He does not care if I do things on my own. That's um, he married an independent <laughs> queen. He knows the drill. But um, oh, there's this quote on the show I'm watching where they said, um, like, wi- like strong women don't need men like to do things but a a good man won't let her or something like that or a a strong woman can do anything she wants alone but a a good man won't let her i was like ah okay i kind of like it's a little (laughs) cheesy but like i kind of like it Uh, i find that to be true in my life because i really could do anything i want on my own pretty much but yeah dan is very dan knows when to step in and when to not and I appreciate that. I hear that quote and I feel like that doesn't resonate well with me because I'm like, <laughs> I'll do it myself. Get out of here. <laughs> like, no, you're going to do it wrong. I'll do it myself. I'll still do it on my own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I understand. Yeah. I mean, back to like people being like, why doesn't Daniel help you? I'm like, it's better that he doesn't. <laughs> 
<laughs> which still blows my mind that people comment that on some of your videos it's yeah like, just let her drive the damn tractor okay? i i know Ooh. what the heck i like mowing the lawn it's fun um yeah. but but you got the pants you got the boots <laughs> <laughs> i bought the outfits i gotta use them so yeah that's i mean that's really been my week i'm currently working on some like fall diys for my second channel which will definitely be up by now um so yeah i made oh let me show you guys i made this candy corn garland it's not going to live in this spot forever but i just hung it up there so that i could i love candy oh my gosh that's adorable you like it it's cute (sighs) that is so cute that's adorable yeah Mm. it's cute i love candy corn like all things nicole did you really just want to nibble on the white part of that (laughs) just the white part (laughs) but like candy corn that has a face like little cute little face candy corn like little people candy corn that's cute cute. that is cute uh but yeah that's what i've been up to so nothing like super eventful well the fall is in illinois too the fall it's here all of like i don't remember last year i don't remember us having a very long fall because i feel like well like you said you went to hawaii and you were worried when you left i remember you were saying that you were worried because not all the leaves like they weren't really turning Mm. and then you left and i feel like we had a week of fall Mm -hmm. and then it went away like that's what it felt like last year because i feel like it went from 80 degrees to like 40 degrees overnight and then it just stayed there but this year i will say i'm impressed like it feels like fall and it's felt like fall for at least a month now it's been perfect weather um the past like 10 weddings i've worked it's been so comfortable and the leaves have been steadily changing slowly which i love because like i need this like this is my time you know like this is my happy space so i almost debated like contacting some of the sessions i have coming up in the next few weeks and being like listen i'm off for the next two weeks if you guys want to get your your sessions in now because i feel like these leaves are gonna just go and then you're gonna have some dead ass trees in your photos you know because people always want to schedule like around halloween because that's typically like high peak fall but it's been earlier and earlier i feel like you know Mm -hmm. climate change and all that so i don't know but it's really pretty here and i like i said i don't remember seeing this many colors here last year because last year was the first fall of us being in palatine and now it the trees are just so pretty like there's a block mm. down the street from us that is just all red maple trees oh, like bright the red ones red yes so pretty but i've been just kind of been enjoying that and now i'm off for a couple of weeks which i really don't know how that happened i think i talked about this before but like i'm planning all the fall things pumpkin patches yeah i'm seeing my friend on saturday who i haven't seen in like quite literally a year Mm. we're gonna go like yeah we're gonna do like some little boutique bouncing around downtown suburbia and it'll be fun Mm -hmm. but that's pretty much it like i really don't have much to catch up on and i kind of want to get into these stories so i'm gonna cut mine short okay (laughs) all right so let me I'm so excited. Can we save the video one for last? Yes. Is that what we'll you're planning? We'll do that one last. Ooh, yes. Because I still have to send it to you because I didn't send it to you guys yet. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so we asked you guys to send us some scary stories. We have a few stories here, and I'm going to read them. And Adam and Becca have not checked emails in like the past week. So (laughs) I've kind of been taking them... Let's be honest. I I made a folder and I've been taking them out of of the inbox and (laughs) putting them in the folder. The folder, the folder name is Spooky Stories Halloween Episode. (laughs) Okay. All right. So the first one's a, a longer one. So bear with me. And it's from a listener. His name is Samuel and very, very sweet person. But he sent it in French. So I had to like translate the whole thing. And it took me a minute, but I figured oh, it out. Oh, Nicole, you should have told me. Well, I used Google Translate or like I used Apple Translate. Like it did it for me quickly but for some reason it wasn't like letting me copy and paste it into my notes so i can like then email it back to myself yeah and then i had to read through the whole thing because it was kind of like not translating certain words blah 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 but we got it we got it it. i don't know about you (laughs) why because you could have done it pretty easily (laughs) i don't know if i could have done it easily but i probably could have done it Mm -hmm. it's okay I know French. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? (laughs) Ce soir. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? (laughs) Sorry. No, I I fully spoke French to a French person in Paris, and they spoke English to me. And I know that what I was saying was correct. So, you know, what can you do? I tried. Very. I did take French for four years. Oh, gosh. I took Spanish and I still don't know Spanish fluently. Okay. It, don't beat yourself up about it. You know, the, the U.S. education time system, it, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't set us up for success with being bilingual. And I have so many thoughts yeah. on that. So many, yeah. but this is not that episode or even that podcast yeah. theme. So <laughs> it could be, it could be a topic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> All right, let's set the mood. Adam, cue the music. All right, from Samuel. Oh my gosh, Becca left again. Yeah, it's the ghosts. Mm-hmm. Don't tell her that though. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Why is it happening? I don't know. Okay, but the other day I was doing laundry and I swear I saw a ghost in my in my um hall and I was telling Daniel like it didn't scare me, but I was just mm-hmm. I knew that it was there but it didn't scare me. So I'm like I feel like that means that they're nice and they're happy that we love our house and we're taking care of it. And he's yeah. like I don't know about that, Becca. Like, and there's a mirror in our hallway. He's like, you probably just saw yourself. I'm like, okay, that's definitely a possibility. (laughs) (laughs) But also maybe Google your house history. I don't know. Just just find out. Yeah. There's a burial ground under there or something. We see property records. Yeah. All right. 
Hi. First of all, I want to tell you that I love the podcast and I love you three. Your friendship is precious and it greatly reflects mine with my close friends. That's so sweet. I want to start by introducing myself. My name is Samuel and I'm 22 years old and I live in Quebec, Canada. The story I'm about to tell you is true and I even have several witnesses who were with me when these events occurred. P.S. There are many details, but they're necessary to understand the story. I already have goosebumps. <laughs> oh, I'm a bad storyteller, too. One of you guys should be reading this. <laughs> I'm a try. I started working as a beneficiary attendant in November of 2020. My employer, my employer sent me to a COVID-19 containment center, which freaks me out to begin with. Yeah. Okay. This place was a former convent of nuns. Photo included. So we'll include this photo in stories. The place was built in 1880 and it was used during the pandemic to welcome residents of several retirement homes to prevent the virus from spreading to their homes. COVID-19 patients therefore had to stay for a minimum of two weeks to recover from the disease before being transferred back to their home. The former convent was previously used to welcome several patients for diseases of all kinds, cases of psychiatry, dementia, and other cognitive problems. All this to say, there were many people who ultimately ended up dying there. I felt like I was working in a former museum. The architecture is truly unique. The walls were so wide that you could move through the walls, like between the rooms. You could literally walk through the walls. There was also a very old grayish green elevator. The elevator made a horrible noise when it was in operation. It squealed a lot when it came up from floor to floor. And when the door remained open for too long, the elevator made a very loud noise to indicate that the doors were not able to close. This happened when we put our hand between the doors to prevent the door from closing before someone got on. You know how you always like save it? Mm -hmm. I'm never doing that again. (laughs) I've heard some horror stories of people like losing their hands. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Like you're not supposed to do that. Oh, I guess I trust elevators too much. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) The building was divided into five floors and a basement. On the ground floor, there was the cold zone. That is the area where employees took their breaks. On the second floor, there was the reception with kitchens and living rooms, but we didn't have access to that floor. The third and the fourth floors were where residents each had their own rooms and they could move freely about on these floors. (laughs) Really setting the scene here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Staff had to put a special suit to work, special suit on to work on these floors to be protected. So PPE gear. The elevator didn't go up to the fifth floor, but we were told that they were offices. Maybe we weren't about to go check. Finally, the basement where we're where we were told not to go but of course it still piqued my curiosity to go see what was down there the floors that welcomed the residents were were in the shape of an l (laughs) sometimes some sections of the floor were closed because we didn't need all the rooms in each room there was a light at the top of each door to indicate that the patient needed help so they'd be able to press a button and call for help after a few weeks After starting to work at this place, I made a friend. Her name's Melissa. We both worked on the evening shift, 4 p.m. We talked about what could be in the basement. We knew the best way to know was to just go and see ourselves. No. Every (laughs) scary movie ever. I know. Absolutely not. Especially in an old convent. No. 
it's okay, Samuel. I appreciate the story. <laughs> without you, without your curiosity, we wouldn't have the story. And Becca just got disconnected again. I this has never happened. It's probably the new phone, you guys. It has to be <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's a new phone. Okay. It's a new phone. But why would a new phone be doing that anyway? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> the dogs are not barking, so we're fine. They'll let you know. Yeah, they would feel it. They're very um, docile currently. Yes. Yes. Okay. We entered the elevator and I pressed the button that led to the basement. For the first time, the elevator did not make a squeaking noise. Total silence. We were already sorry to, to be doing this. The doors open and it was black, very black. There was only the light of the elevator to illuminate us. In front of us was a yellow ribbon barrier that said defense to enter. <laughs> I only pulled my head out to the side to try to see the distance. There was debris of all kinds, cement blocks, torn clothes, pieces of desks. And it was while looking at the surroundings that I felt a very cold current of air passing through the elevator. I looked at Melissa and she immediately said, okay, let's go back up. <laughs> I immediately nodded, pressed the button, and turned to return to the ground floor, but the elevator didn't close. I continued to press the button to close the doors, and nothing happened. Of course, the elevator alarm began to scream. We were petrified. The alarm continued for, a t for 10 endless seconds until we saw the defense to enter banners moved, as if someone was standing between the elevator doors and then just left, like someone was standing there, like holding it open. Oh. The doors finally closed. Without realizing it, we had stopped breathing. We were relieved to finally be able to go back up, and we never went down again. The same evening, around 11.30 p.m., we were doing our bedtime tour. The bedtime tour consists of going to see each person in each room and ask if the patients were well. When the... <laughs> she hung up again. Okay, guys. It's not funny. Why is this happening? This never happens. <laughs> I'm back. really not okay. <laughs> this never happens. <laughs> it's just weird. We hang up? It just like completely shuts down. Like it's not like, you know, a ghost is tapping the screen and then hitting the X <laughs> button. So I really don't think it's ghostly activity. I think it's a phone well, glitch. What the fuck? Phone glitch. Okay. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> All right. So it's the evening time. They're going to check on the patients. I went to room 13. The door was blocked. So I knocked on the door to find out if the patient was well. He didn't answer. I hit the door a little harder. Are you all right? Still no answer. I say through the door that I'm going to have to enter the room. I turn the handle, but the door is blocked. And that's where I hear the patient answer me. I'm fine. Relieved, I proceed to the next room. Once the tour is over, I do a little cleaning in the corridors and pick up the pockets of soil, linen, and waste. Um, sorry, this is where the English gets sketchy. We're not wondering to get rid of why the, the door was blocked. We're just yeah. moving yeah. on. We're just, well, because he said, I'm all right. You know, I'm fine. So okay. they had to move on. <laughs> <sighs> to get rid of the bags, I have to carry them into a closed section of the floor. I then enter a large room with where the garbage cans are. I get rid of my bags and I turn around. I see eyes looking at me in the distance in the room in front of which of where I am. 
I started to get very scared, but I had to have courage to go see who it could be. No, nope. I arrive at the, <laughs> no, I would have ran the other way. I arrive at the entrance of the room and I still see eyes looking at me. The person was supposed to be a few meters from me. I turned the light on while trembling. He was the patient in room 13. I was both relieved and confused. I don't know how the patient got here. However, the stretcher blocked the passage to this area. And when I turned, the patient was in his room and he told me that he was fine. So I asked the resident what he was doing there. And he replied, I just got lost. So I escorted them to, I escorted him to his room. And that's when I realized something strange was happening. The door to the patient patient's room was still blocked. The door only locks from the inside. And someone answered me when I passed there just a few minutes ago. The patient sees me trying to open the door with the key and says, oh, yes, the door was blocked earlier. That's how I got lost. I thought I had the wrong room. So clearly that wasn't him in the room who answered him before. <gasps> I opened the door of the room and felt the same current of cold air when I went down to the basement. I turned on the light. There was nothing at all. No one in the room. I had chills. I would have passed the fuck out. And it was patient number 13. Yes. Mm-hmm. Isn't that like a bad number? Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're a Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> Which I am, but moving on. I helped the patient get to bed and redirected myself to the main room where my colleagues were. I told them what had just happened and they were as confused as I was. My shift was over. It was now 11.59 p.m. And I was discussing my evening with the night staff who just arrived. I look at my watch and it displays midnight and the sound of the room bell immediately rings i was trying to see in the distance what room light was on to see which patient needed help no light was on though i walked along the corridor to the closed section and that's where i saw the light of the call bell came on from the room at the end of the corridor of a closed section this section was in total darkness though no one was there (laughs) oh no There was no chance that a patient could find himself in this room. My colleagues told me that they would take care of it, but I said I wanted to go see since I had already found a patient who had been lost. I started walking in the closed section in total darkness. I was halfway to the room, and that's when the room light went out. The only way to turn off the call bell is to go into the room and press the button on the wall. So just like in hospitals, like the nurse has to come in and shut it off, you know? But this time, there was no but there was no one in the room. So I turned around to the section where I came from and that's when the bedroom bell at the back of the closed section opened. The bedroom door, I'm sorry. The door opened so hard that it hit the wall inside the room. I started running to my colleagues who were in the lit section. From where they were, they didn't see anything that happened, but they told me that they heard a door hit the wall. I wish my colleagues a good night's work and went home. That night, I had a lot of trouble sleeping. I kept thinking about what happened that day. Every week, strange events were repeated. My colleagues even told me that sometimes they heard screams coming from the basement and that room bells began to light themselves. No. I'll always remember this place. Yeah, I know. In April of 2021, they closed the center since there were no more more cases of COVID-19 in the residences. Fun fact, the old convent will soon be renovated to be transformed into housing with apartments. <gasps> That's a terrible idea. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Thank you for reading my story. I hope you liked it. I had chills again when I wrote it. 
Happy Halloween. Wow, <gasps> Isn't no. that creepy? Samuel, no, 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 you no, no, have no. a lot of courage. Yeah. I'm yes. going to say. Yes. I, okay, but my question is, maybe when you're put in those situations where you are like obliged to fig- like I don't know, it happens and you're the only one that sees it or you you are the one that should attend to it. Like maybe there's like a sense of courage that comes over you where you you have this like sense of duty to the residents or humankind. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's a sense of when you're in that situation, you realize like I need to take care of this, like an, an instinctual thing. Yeah. yeah. Because like as we're sitting here right now, like no, we hear that sound, we have to get get the fuck out of there. But yeah. like yeah. maybe when you're in that moment, like adrenaline is like your friend and is like no, you need to figure this out because you are the one who's experiencing right. it. You are charged with this responsibility i don't know and maybe they weren't like genuinely maybe they maybe some people just don't believe in like paranormal stuff so they're just like i'm just gonna go check on it you know what i mean mm-hmm. mm. couldn't be me but yeah couldn't yeah. be me either as soon as one of my coworkers was like oh don't worry about it we got it i'd be like cool bye bye <laughs> i'm leaving <laughs> my shift's over <laughs> all right Let's do another one. This is from Mallory Edwards. First of all, love you guys. Love listening to you. It's like hanging out with friends. Thanks, Mallory. Thanks, Mallory. We'll be your friend. Um, okay. She, she said, it's my favorite pastime. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, anyway, let's get to my story. <laughs> uh, I was visiting my high school best friend in her college town probably five years ago or so now. Since she lived in a dorm and didn't have anywhere for me to park, I parked my car in a local grocery store parking lot and she came to pick me up. We were driving around the back of the store at night, that night, just when it started to get dark, to go get some snacks. To preface this part, my friend Emma was not a very good driver and younger than me, even more riddled with anxiety than I am now, lol. So I was a bit on edge. Anyway... I see a large black figure, which appears to be a man in a hoodie and dark pants slouching over and walking on the side of the road, but more in the road than he should have been. I, on top of that, wait, sorry. And on top of that, my friend was really riding the edge of the road and appeared to not see him at all. As we were literally about to hit him, I yell, Emma, what the fuck? And I turn my head to what I thought was going to be us hitting this man. But as I turn my head all the way around to the back of the car, I realized we had already drove past where the man should have been. I looked around dumbfounded, looking for him frantically as the rest of the people in the car yelling at me, trying to see what the hell I was yelling about. I just quietly said, wait, you guys didn't see that guy? When I'm still looking around for him in, in this empty field behind the store. They all told me no and didn't know what I was talking about. The man just disappeared entirely into an empty field where there would have been no place to hide. And he would have, wait, hide, if he just fell down or jumped away from the car. I was spooked about it for the rest of the night and didn't go to bed until basically sunlight. I thought it was all over, but as my friend was driving me back to my car in the same exact place behind the store the next afternoon, I joked, I'm going to Google and just find out if somebody died here. As I was looking across as I was looking across the street to see a memorial for someone who literally died there. Wait, 
what the hell? And my friend said, yeah, I didn't want to tell you. And I was like, dude, why didn't you tell me this? This is like proof, is it not? All I know for sure is that I saw some sort of leftover energy. I like to believe that energy was a ghost and hope he found his way to peace. Spookiest shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh. I've heard stories like this before, like where like people recently died and then like they see... Some t- like there's videos out there of stuff like this too. Ooh, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. <laughs> mm. That is creepy. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm driving in like an old like an like out in the country at night, like I always just like, what if there was just like a ghost standing in the middle of the road? I know. Oof. I creep myself I watched... out so much. Have you seen Gothica with Halle Berry? No. I don't oh, watch okay. that crap. No. <laughs> that's that's actually a good movie because it's scary and it's paranormal but it has like a really good purpose to it like Mm. it's not like that scary i think you'd be fine okay all right oh yeah and speaking of like driving around at night i'm so hyper focused on a deer jumping in front of my car that like my head is so on swivel for roadkill that i feel like i'm constantly looking for something yeah so i feel like it's totally possible to like see something like that okay this one's from dawn meyer our friend dawn meyer okay A couple of summers ago, I was visiting my parents in Colorado at the house they've lived in for about seven to eight years. I got up in the night to use the restroom. When I was going back to the bedroom, I thought I saw a man standing just down the hall about 10 to 12 feet away. He was standing in front of and just to the left of the grandfather clock. I paused, thinking I was seeing things. He didn't do anything, but it was still scary. (laughs) I later, it's like, like, I'm trying to picture myself in that moment. Like, you're looking at someone in your house. Mm-mm. I feel like <sighs> I would just gaslight myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, you're It's stupid. fine. It's nobody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're an idiot. Go to bed. <laughs> I later told my mom about it, and she said that she's seen him too, just outside her door. She had never said anything to me about him before. Our family thinks we're just imagining him, but who knows? She thinks the previous owner died in the house, but my dad disagrees. Now when I go to the bathroom at night, I refuse to look down that hall. Uh, okay. I think that I like, wouldn't older go to the houses... bathroom at the night. I would drive my ass to a grocery <laughs> store and buy some Depends. And I'm <laughs> in that room the rest of the night. Okay, but you could just like pee in a bottle. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Adam. You got a hose, Adam. I was speaking as Dawn. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would go buy myself a go girl and I would grab a bottle. (laughs) Get a little five gallon bucket, get your planta potty, take a seat. See, I feel like houses, houses more than like 50 years old. They have to have some type of shit in them, like all houses, because I feel like when people die and let's say they've lived there their whole lives or whatever, like they have a history in that house. Like sometimes I feel like people just hang around because Beetlejuice, you know, like they're stuck in that. I was just going to say that. Like it's their house. Like I know new people live there, but it's still their house. Right. And like most of the time it's not bad. 
so people are just like okay we could coexist just don't freak me out you know mm-hmm. yeah I, know. I genuinely wouldn't care if there was a ghost living in my house as long as it wasn't trying to scare me and be weird if it was just existing right. and i'm existing and like we're in the same i wouldn't care but you know mm-hmm. when you get like the evil spirits I, okay <laughs> but like in my mind with like paranormal activity i feel like ghosts and like evil spirits are not the same thing in my mind yeah like they're not i think that when people have like negative experiences with the ghosts i i don't mm-hmm. think that's a ghost i think it's like a satanic Demon. something demonic thing. De- yeah i think it's something no yeah not not satanic a demonic thing of maybe that's mm-hmm. like my um christian upbringing but i just yeah. i don't know i just don't think that ghosts unless they were a bad person I don't, I don't know i guess there could be room for a ghost to be like bad afterwards but i feel like more or less like ghosts are usually just like coming to grips with the fact that they died more mm-hmm. than they're like out for vengeance. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Donna McClendon wrote in Greetings, planty friends. Not too sure this qualifies as a spooky story, but here it goes. I live in Gal- Galveston, Texas. Did I say that right? Galveston, yeah. Texas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is known, at least by locals, to be a very haunted island. Galveston does have a very interesting history full of pirates, cannibalism, war, and even natural disasters. When I first moved to the island in the 2000s, I wasn't aware of the island's haunted past and wasn't too concerned with spooky happenings. However, the house I was renting, which was a historical home, was a little strange. It was a three-story old Victorian-style house, and of course, it came with weird noises and creaky floors, which I just assumed was normal for the age of the home. There were a few instances where I would find things moved about or would sometimes hear whispers, nothing too crazy. And again, I always just had a justification or an excuse or gaslight. Like (laughs) the whispers were from someone walking down the sidewalk by the house. Or maybe I really did leave that teacup upside down on my kitchen floor and forgot, (laughs) rolling my eyes at myself as I type this. Specifically, I recall many times when I felt like someone was playing with my hair The house was definitely strange, (laughs) and eventually I moved to another place within six months of living there. Well, last weekend, as it was the first weekend in October, my partner and I decided to join a walking ghost tour as a way to kick off spooky season, and the tour actually went through my old neighborhood, where that strange house resides. Oh, no. And I should mention... And I should mention, my partner and I thought we signed up for a tour that was going through a different area of the island, not my old neighborhood at all. And the tour guide literally took us to the block that I previously lived on and told us that the entire area was actually a mass graveyard for unclaimed or unidentified bodies from the 1900 Galveston hurricane, which killed like 8,000 citizens. Mm -hmm. Think about it. Like, where are they putting all those people? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they'll eventually have to build on that land, you know? Mm-hmm. This really made me think through some of the weird experiences I had in that house and in that neighborhood. Is it possible that there are spirits hanging about? Who knows? I also found out that the same ghost tour that I lived less than two blocks away from the serial killer, Robert Durst. Oh. What the heck? Yes. Isn't he Again, like a nothing more too recent crazy. serial killer? 
Um, Wasn't he the guy that like basically confessed on his documentary? Oh, yeah. See, I don't know about him. I need to do my research on him because I think... I think that there's like a new thing out too. Like they just came out with something and there was like a 2020 episode about him too. Okay. Sorry for interrupting. No, that's okay. But um, I don't know much about Robert Durst, but that's kind of crazy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, of course that explained why her teacup was upside down on the kitchen floor. Yeah. Creepy. Ooh, creepy. See, stuff like that would probably bother me. Like if stuff was moving around, like, have you guys seen poltergeist no yes (laughs) you have okay like the famous chairs on the table scene like that would freak me out and i was so disappointed when steven spielberg made her like into it like she was like look at this and she like was flying across the floor or whatever i was like come on that would scare the shit out of any normal person you know yeah i don't understand like how a ghost could pick something up though so it has to be something else. Well, yeah. Like energy is yeah. picking it up, but not the... I don't know. In Casper my mind... Casper can pick yeah. things up. Who can? Casper. <laughs> That's true. That is true. He can. <laughs> that, also, that checks out. a little bit of, a little bit of uh, Snapple facts about me. I had a huge crush on Devin Saw when I was little like little little like and it started with him as casper <laughs> like i had a crush on actually casper you know yeah. and then i found out who was playing the role and then i realized you. <laughs> yeah. you had a crush on a ghost <laughs> yeah and then i realized like who the actor was and then he played in now and then which i love that movie too and i was like oh yeah he's kind of cute but it started with casper have you guys ever seen idle hands that devin sawa was in with uh that was like Jessica Alba's first movie so. where like people, his hands were possessed by something and he had to like. <gasps> yes. It was actually pretty I think funny. So. It was a pretty funny movie. Mm-hmm. He was also in Final Destination, right? Yeah. The first one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The airplane one, which we won't speak of. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> which I just did. <laughs> okay. This is from our, we only have a couple left here, guys, but. This is from our very dear friend, Natalie, Nat Joy on Instagram. Mm. And her story is paranormal, but it's a little bit more lighthearted because she kind of embraces it. Okay. She goes hey on, there. She goes on ghost hunts, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if she... Oh, she does? I think she See, does. She, she has that personality. She has a personality to be like, I'm cool with these ghosts. Like, these are my people, you know? Mm-mm. Yeah, she she does like ghost tours in her town. Cannot relate. <laughs> I think it's ghost tours. There's a cemetery tour with our library. Our library is putting on a cemetery tour. I'm so excited. I'm gonna take See, okay. Daniel as a surprise. Haunted houses, like as much as I'm into scary stuff, haunted houses, like actual haunted houses, not like Halloween <laughs> stuff. Um, and like cemeteries, I don't think I could do them because mm. I'd be too scared to like for something to like latch on to me because I believe in that <laughs> stuff. Yeah. You know, like and I'd bring something home and it was just for like one night of fun. And I'm, uh, you know, <laughs> I've seen The Conjuring one too many times. 
one night of fun and you bring something home out. Adult responsibilities. Yeah, sounds like a baby. Could, yeah, so I was going to say. Sounds like a, a bad night. Mm. Yeah, cemeteries right. don't freak me out. We have a lot of small cemeteries around here, and I will sometimes like just drive to them and like sit in the parking lot because I just think they're kind of cute. And like little cemeteries outside of churches is not a thing in Arizona. So I think that's why it interests me. I mean, they are yeah, kind of freaky, and I'll admit. And they're old. Like, they have those gigantic old tombstones. Yeah, and... they're, like, kind of, like... Okay, Adam's face right now. It's like I, like, <laughs> lifted my robe and farted into the mic. He looks disgusted. It's, it's like I don't even know you. Who's like, oh, I'm going to go sit in the cemetery parking lot for a nice afternoon <laughs> leisurely hang. I, I just think they're cute. It definitely doesn't sound like something you would do, for oh. sure. Well, I guess because I'm not... I go during the day. I wouldn't go at night. Like, I, and I mm-hmm. think they're cute. It's more like, oh, this is like sweet. This like sweet little church with the cemetery. Like one time, Dan and I got in a huge fight, and I went and sat in a cemetery and just like was like, wow, all of these people managed to get through life. Like, I can get through this, you know? Yeah. Aw, that is kind of sweet, actually. I don't know. Okay, I guess yeah. I didn't. I didn't think about it as like a spooky thing when I was in that moment. I just like I don't know. Needed a company. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. That's how lonely I am. All right. <laughs> I love you. You're so cute. I need a company. Oh. I would have came over. Okay. Natalie, bless this girl's heart. I have two stories that are about a year apart, but both happened in the same room in the same theater at Beloit College. My junior year, I was approached uh, I was approached to stage manage the fall show. I was honored. Of course I said yes, and I knew I would do the job well, though I was super stressed. I also worked in the costume shop sewing costumes. Of course she does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was always in the theater. The play was staged in the back black box theater and the box for the stage manager and light and sound operators was in a room that housed prop storage at the time. This room had a huge sliding glass window overlooking the black box theater. The rest of the room was filled with shelves and racks of furniture and everything else imaginable. During the second or third production, I was feeling knotted up in my shoulders and really wanted a massage. That's when I, that's where I carry all my stress after all. I offhandedly mentioned this to the guys working in the booth with me, and we all agreed that we could use massages. Mm. This this play had a long stretch. Where does the story go, Natalie? (laughs) (laughs) I could really use a rub down right about now. Mm, We're in this box together. Ooh, does everyone need a massage? (laughs) This turned into a Patreon episode real quick. Uh, this play had a long stretch with no hues were called so my light and soundboard operators went downstairs to use the restroom and grab us all something to drink i was alone in the room watching the show through the glass Mm. all of a sudden i felt a mild pressure on my shoulders this pressure intensified but never felt scary or overwhelming Mm. i was it was just calmly happening and i knew it was the theater ghost (gasps) giving me a massage when i heard footsteps on the stairs of the guys returning the pressure slowly lifted i quietly said thank you and smiled (laughs) when the guy 
when the guys were back, I told them what happened and they couldn't believe it. Natalie. Uh, you just she just got a little freaky deaky with a ghost. Imagine how far things could have everybody has their kids. <laughs> Is that Imagine. scary movie three where that that girl and the ghost do it? That's all I think about. Oh <laughs> Yeah, I didn't like those. We've, those were those were me. We've turned this sweet story into like a porno. <laughs> I know. Ooh, imagine what would this... happen if the guys didn't come back up. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> How far would it would have went? That, okay. that is sweet the... though that she didn't feel scared. I, I do feel like if if the being has like good intentions, I do think that you would not be scared. Yeah, and I can imagine it's all about energy too. So it was probably giving an energy that was like, but I'm sorry. If I feel pressure on my neck, I'm going to instantly, my brain's going to instantly go to think I'm going to be strangled mm. in a second and I'm going to die. And I probably would have freaked out. Maybe that would have freaked the ghost out and then I probably would have died. But she, I don't know. She should have done some tests on like some subsequent shows and been like, oh, there's an itch in my back that I can't reach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my hair is so knotted up. There's this comb here. Mm. <laughs> I've placed this comb right next to me. My hair is, I just can't reach. Well, that kind of that kind of plays into this next story. Okay. So the following year, that space above the black box theater changed from prop to costume storage, which I became costume storage supervisor. Therefore, I spent a lot of time in that room working with the costume collection. One day, my assistant and I were reboxing some shoes and accessories. We had a ladder with scissors and packing tape and were building new boxes. There were about nine old boxes full of stuff we were inventorying, repacking, and moving to the back of the room. At one point, I reached up the ladder step where my tape and scissors were, and the scissors were gone. Weird. My assistant was not using them, and they were nowhere to be found, even though we had been using them for the past two hours. So we just continued to rip the packing tape with our teeth and finished as quickly as possible. About 20 minutes passed, and I reached for the last full box of stuff. When I picked it up, my scissors were under the box. Like, what? We had not touched that box all day. Actually, we had not touched that box in like a week. I laughed and I told her about the ghost who had given me a massage in that room a year prior. Now he's flirting. Can you imagine the look on her friend's face? Oh, my God. <laughs> we continued to work making new boxes, and I put the scissors back on the ladder. Ten minutes later, they were missing again. Out loud, I said, I love that you're playing and enjoying my company, but I just want to finish this project. If I walk away for a minute, can I please have my scissors back? So I walked away, moved a few boxes to the new spot, and I came back, and my scissors were back resting on the ladder. <gasps> what oh a my silly gosh. goose. What a silly Whenever- goose. <laughs> silly little it's goose, silly Natalie. Goofy mood. <laughs> Whenever I make it back to Beloit College, I make sure to get into the theater just so I can say hi to my friend, the playful theater ghost. The freaky theater ghost. Okay. Yes, me. Okay. He was trying to he was trying to get her digits. Okay, that okay. honestly could be like a really cute little children's book. The playful theater ghost, like a Halloween Actually, children's book. Actually, yeah. I like That's that. That's true. Natalie, write it or I Natalie. will. <laughs> You everybody give a round of applause to to Nicole here for 
reading these stories oh, in an you. engaging way. You know, it's <laughs> this has been so fun. I told Jay, I was like, I'm so excited. I'm leading the Halloween episode and people are sending in stories. So like all week, I've waited till I got in bed at night and I'm like reading through the stories. And he's like, you're really going to read that shit before you go to bed? And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to have nightmares. I just, <sighs> okay, but I don't know if you're a superhuman. <laughs> I don't know if I read this one, though. Okay. This is from... And they said, okay, so let's pretend this is from someone anonymous. <laughs> Mostly because I haven't asked my husband. Oh, wait, shoot. Okay, sorry. Erase that. <laughs> <laughs> say their name. Uh. Whoops. Uh, this is from an anonymous listener. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. I'm just laughing. I'm just still laughing about that. This is from this person, but they said that I shouldn't read their name. I definitely didn't read this story. Okay. All right. Here we go. They walked through the doorway into a home that was filled to the brim with plants, hanging from the ceiling, covering all the natural light from all the windows, and the smell of neem oil was in the air. Ha ha ha. Just kidding. Okay, the real story. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, this seems like, like this it's is, made up. This is our house. <laughs> that, was, that was cute. All right. It was probably 12 or so years ago now that my then boyfriend and I, my husband, were in our 20s. His family was moving out of their rental home. He asked me if I can help him grab last minute things out of the house. He told me the power was shut off, so we would need to bring our own lights. Flip phones were not the best at creating lighting, so we decided to take candles to make it easier. I'd bring a flashlight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'd probably bring like a really big flat, like one of those camping ones, you know? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) In quotes, it says, yeah, our dumbasses should have taken flashlights. <laughs> <laughs> and also flip phones, not the best source of lighting. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. We pull up to the home and started walking up the driveway. The closer we get to the door, I started hearing some rattling sounds. I look at him and he tells me, oh, it's the dogs. Like they're hiding under the house in the crawl space. Oh, I think I did read this. I didn't really believe him, but I brush it off. We open the door, and as soon as I walk in, I can feel a change in energy. At this time, everyone had already left the house, so it was just the two of us. We turn some candles on to light up the area we were going to be in. We start to pack and notice that the candles seem to be fluttering more than usual, almost like the windows were left open. We brush it off and keep packing. That terrifies me. Mm -hmm. If, like, something's fluttering in the wind and there's no wind. like. That's freaky. No, it's very freaky. I needed to use the restroom. So I walked through the hallway to the right and there was a sudden drain of all of my energy. I call my boyfriend and he comes quickly. As I start to tell him that I didn't feel good, we hear the toilet flush on the opposite side of the house. I look at him with a what the fuck look. He tries to tell me... (laughs) He tries to tell me he's going to go check it out, but I tell him, you're not going to leave me here. As soon as I said that, we started hearing heavy footsteps walking towards us, almost like military style boots on hardwood flooring. No. At that point, I had had enough. I told him, we're leaving. We grabbed our things. We turned off the candles and we walked towards the front door. I could barely walk. I felt so nauseous. I kid you not. As soon as I walked through the door, I was back to normal. 
uh, like so far we are on the same page anonymous like i would have gotten the hell out of there we drive off and i yell at my boyfriend dude what the heck was that i know the dogs weren't there either why would your family just leave the poor dogs there by themselves he apologized and went and we went to grab a late dinner a few weeks later, he tells me he spoke to the owners of the home. He asked them if anything ever strange ever happened there. And apparently, someone committed suicide in the closet right by the front door. <clears throat> mm. Also, probably a good idea to mention that a lot of things had happened before that night. My boyfriend had told me that in the past, the lights would go on and off and on their own and blankets and sheets would randomly get pulled Oh, no. Mm-mm. Like off of people while they're sleeping? Yeah. No. <sighs> yeah. <clears throat> no, no, no. And no. one time he saw a person or a figure of a person while we were on the phone. He was wearing a red and black plaid shirt with tan colored pants and black boots. Side note, that man that ended his life was found in the exact clothing confirmed by the previous owners. If you're wondering why would I ever go into this knowing all of that, well, I was the type of person who would watch all the types of scary movies all on her own because no one else would watch them with her. Nicole. (laughs) Like Dan. Poor Dan. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) True. (laughs) And I believed in the supernatural, but never experienced it before this level of negativity, with this level of negativity. Since it happened, I can no longer watch any movie with negative associative energy. I just don't want to manifest anything. No, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> that's so creepy. Oh. Uh, that's weird <laughs> that they had like a physical bodily reaction to the energy. Yeah, like, that was clearly a negative like entity. Yeah. You know? I've never heard <laughs> of that before. Like somebody's body feeling mm-hmm. suddenly very bad from a paranormal or whatever situation. That is so freaky. Yeah, that's in a lot of scary movies, like true story scary movies, or like mm. it's in a lot. So I've seen it before, but only like on TV. Okay. And I don't go there, so. Yeah, you don't. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> um. All right. This is the last one before the video one, and the video one's very short. So we're wrapping it up here. Okay. This is from Grace, and she said... I saw you were asking about spooky stories for your podcast. This isn't directly my story, but it involves my mother-in-law and a golden pothos that belonged to her mother. Ooh. <laughs> mm-hmm. A, a spooky planty story. I know. Wow. As a child, my husband gifted a golden pothos to his grandmother that he bought as a propagation from a yard sale. Yard sales, guys. Mm. They could be carrying stuff too. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently, she loved this plant and grew it into a beautiful plant that stayed in a macrame hanger. She used she used to insist that my mother in law cared for her plants when she was gone, particularly this one. After she died, my mother in law was cleaning out the apartment when she heard a sudden crashing sound from the other room. The golden pothos had crashed to the floor. The macrame hanger was intact. And you know how tricky plants can be to get out of those things. And nothing was broken. 
not the hook on the ceiling, the hanger itself, and the plant was undamaged. It somehow just fell to the floor for no reason. Since I've known them, my mother-in-law and I have tried multiple times to propagate from, from this plant. Sometimes they root and then immediately die in soil. The latest cuttings were taken at the start of the summer and refused to root. It's been nearly five years and we have yet to get a successful cutting from one of the easiest plants to propagate. Oh <laughs> dear. Not sure, not sure if this is considered spooky enough or what you're looking for, but I think it's a nice story about plant parents that even after death we'll still be obsessing over our favorite plants <laughs> it's like the previous, crazy right the previous Haunted owner like plant. became one with the plant and was like don't cut pieces of me away we have one more the grand would finale. one of you guys mind reading can one of you guys read this one though because my throat is really scratchy yeah i can so this is from brie we love brie you know brie right is that plant girl 50 Yes. I'm hanging out with her in like a week. Ooh, that's exciting. Do I get yeah. into the email and see it? Yes. Yeah, so it's in the, <clears throat> the it's in the folder Oops, stories. In the folder. stories. <laughs> Wait, so we have this one and then the video one? Yes. Sorry, I forgot about Bree. Hi, Nicole, Adam, and Becca. You know I'm your biggest fan, so I'll skip all the mushy stuff and just get to the story. LOL. Mm. But really, I adore you guys so much. Also, feel free to shorten this as I am a very long-winded person in general. (laughs) (laughs) So back in high school, not going to say exactly how far back, I went on a trip to San Francisco with my parents. I'm the youngest of seven kids, so I'm not sure how it ended up being just my parents and I, but it did, and my mom and I took full advantage of getting to do all the things my other siblings were not into and usually got voted out on other trips. My mom loves spooky things just like I do. We always watched scary movies together and generally just bonded over scary stuff that no one else in our family really liked. Maybe it's because the other kids grew up moving around a lot and most of my growing up years were spent living in a, well, not haunted per se, but a house with some very obvious ghosts living there. Haunted seems to imply scary or malicious, which it wasn't. Spooky, yes, but not so much haunted. It's a 140-year-old farmhouse, one of five original buildings from that area of Utah. I've included a photo of the house with its original owners that was that the Historical Society gave to my mom in case you want to see the alternative residents still there. Ooh, yes. But, yeah, it's creepy. But back to the story at hand, San Francisco. One of the things that we got to do was a ghost tour around the city. They are pretty common in most big cities now, but back then it was a fairly new thing and we were super excited about it. They started the tour in the hotel we were staying at, the Queen Anne, which was a boarding school back in 1800s and has the dorm rooms now as hotel rooms and is very spooky in in and of itself. But they serve tea and crumpets in the parlor all day, so it makes up for any hauntings on your visit. (laughs) The tour was led by a guy straight out of a storybook, long trench coat, top hat, cane, led us by a legit lantern with his raven-handled cane. I can't make this stuff up. Oh, my gosh. He really did fit the part. Most of the tour was actually very interesting history and stories, nothing too spooky, really. Then we reached the sister's house. 
It was the home of two, you guessed it, sisters, whose parents had died when they were fairly young, leaving them to care for their brother who had a mental illness and was very violent and needed constant care. He was kept from going into the lowest level of the house with the kitchen and other workrooms to keep him away from any sharp or hazardous things he could hurt himself or others with. Trigger warning, this is sad and a little dark. One day while the oldest one day while the eldest sister was gone, the younger sister went to take the brother his meal and he overpowered her and chased her to the lower level where he stabbed her multiple times while she tried to unlock the door to escape out of the house. Back then it was common to lock rooms within the house, especially in their case. Now, I don't give in easily to anything supernatural at first glance and usually tend to believe most stories have a reasonable explanation to any unexplained event. However, that being said, I still cannot explain what happened the night that night in front of the sister's home. Our guide had obtained a key to the room through the historical society and showed it to us. He then asked for a volunteer and my mom, true true to mom of an introvert form, pushed me out of our little safe crowd and right up to the guide. He handed me the key, which he asked me to look at, check for anything attached, etc. It was a normal antique style heavy skeleton key. He told us that most people hold the key towards the house and they say they experience feeling it get warm, buzz, or even feel odd holding it. So he stepped away and said I could hold it out to the house and let them know what I felt. So I placed the key in the palm of my hand with the heavy end facing downhill. It's San Francisco and the store streets are on hills. Our calves got a good workout on that tour. Mm, and I stretched bet. my hand out toward the house. Well, what I felt was that fucking key turn over slowly, very slowly against gravity. Remember, I said it was facing downhill in my hand. There was no one within at least three feet of me, so (laughs) magnets are out, which was my first thought. The look of sheer astonishment mixed with a heavy dose of fear on the guide's face told me it likely wasn't some hidden telekinesis talent on his part. I truly to this day have no explanation. No one on the tour talked about it. He just slowly took the key back from me and we all walked back to the hotel. But had we not had 15 people there to witness it, I may have believed I made it up. No matter how many times I go over it in my mind, I still can't come up with a reasonable solution. It was wild. Anyway, there's my somewhat creepy story. Thanks for doing all you guys do and just being amazing. Brie. Oh, Oh my gosh. Brie, that's crazy. Okay, so, like, the key flipped. It's, like, stood up and then went the other way. And, like, did this end the tour? Like, the guy was like, we got to get out of here? Or was that the natural end of the tour? That was, like the natural end of the tour i think and he made it to be like yeah that that's what happens you know that is so scary (sighs) yeah yeah all right let's get to this last one all right is your throat feeling better video yeah and it's short so i think we'll we'll be good all right i'm sending the video but let me read the story first okay this is from alexa alexa tell scary story (laughs) sorry someone's alexa just went off (laughs) (laughs) yep okay 
Hello, all. You guys are awesome. Your podcast, Patreon, really gets me through my work day, and your friendship convos always make me laugh. Aww. For my not planty spooky season story, a friend of a friend moved into an apartment in New York. The video attached shows their first night in the apartment playing a drinking game. They posted this video to Instagram, and unbeknownst to them, there were some issues. People started commenting, what is that moving in the hallway? Is someone else living with you guys? Mm-mm. And when you see the video, you'll realize what they saw when they rewatched the video and saw what everyone else was referring to. They moved out of the apartment that night. Still gives me chills when I watch it. Go ahead. Everybody head over to Instagram. Is this going to be like a jump scare video? No, it is not a jump scare. <laughs> you have to pay attention. You might have to watch it twice. I don't even want to download this on my device. (laughs) 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 No. Mm -hmm. That was a whole ass person. I know. And okay, when I tell you that I downloaded it on my phone and me and Jay scrubbed through this video, when you scrub (laughs) through it, sorry, (laughs) when you scrub through it, this quote unquote person has no face and no legs. It's in a nightgown. Oh my gosh. No. Isn't that scary? See, okay. I feel like I want to turn into that lady from Wife Swap. She was like, get me to a church now. (laughs) (laughs) There's no legs. Yeah. No. There's an. Oh, how terrifying that they didn't notice that. <laughs> I know. And they moved out the same day they moved in. Yeah. They moved in that day. I, and then they moved out. I would have too. I mean, can you imagine? I can't. Okay, I watched it like seven times. I, and I was I also scrubbing through I'm the footage. Unwell. That is so <laughs> scary. So what do we think about it? We think it's real, right? Yeah, that's real. Well, I mean, I always am a giant skeptic, but... So you think our listener is lying? No, I don't. Like, it sounded like... (laughs) It sounded like the the person recording, those were the two girls that lived there, the one playing the game and the one recording. And it sounds like they're drunk, like they're playing a drinking game, even the way she's recording it. Like she bro- she breezed past the hallway, but the game was there, so there was reason to do that. It doesn't look like it was staged at all. But why would she post this on social media? It's kind of a bad video. Mm. So they're recording her flinging something onto that thing on the wall. Yeah, it's like it's that. A it's a washer game. game where you, like you have a pendulum and it has like a washer on it, and you try to get it on a hook that is 100 yeah. percent somebody with dark hair wearing a nightgown i know i'd be curious to know like the history of that building you know like get the address and search that up but also like the way the person moves or whatever it is moves uh, is i just... don't like it i don't like <laughs> it at all uh We've blurred the face out of the girl in the video to protect her identity because the person sharing it didn't know her that well. So, um, 
But yeah, go take a look. Let us know what you think. I thought that that was the best one. That is terrifying. <laughs> you like, know, I'm I just got rubbing I, through back and forth, back and forth, and like. Ran- yeah. randomly I'll like wind up on paranormal TikTok where like you have these people who have like cameras for inside their house yes. and like they show things but I can't watch the videos because it freaks me out so I like immediately when I see like a night vision camera I'm like next video swipe up <laughs> nope I'll go to the comment section and most of the comments are dude we see the string like you're pulling the ball or whatever and I'm like oh, okay it's not real yeah. but <sighs> I don't like how that thing moved. I don't like how it walked away, or I don't like how it floated away. I don't like anything. I don't like anything about it. Mm-mm. I know. I showed Jay was like legit, like holy shit. And it takes a lot for him to be like, whoa, you know. I don't know. That freaked me out so bad. Yeah. That I had to stop what I was doing and like go upstairs and be in the daylight because <laughs> I was editing in my basement. I was like, yeah, I can't be down here anymore. Thanks. <laughs> My like chest like hurts. Like I have like anxiety. Ooh. <laughs> wow. And your phone hasn't shut off in a while. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank God for that one. I mean, I don't even know All what right. would happen if it happened again. I just did that on purpose to freak them out. Stop it, Becca. <laughs> did she just do that on purpose? <laughs> come back. Hope so. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> Did you just do that on purpose? No. <laughs> You're, <laughs> You're lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. <laughs> I'm a bad liar. Adam's face, Becca. Adam's face was like. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. You got me. <laughs> Happy Halloween. (laughs) Happy Halloween. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us in this almost two-hour episode. Whoa. We hope you have a very fun and safe Halloween. Um, Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Potted Together. And check out the videos and our stories. Let us know what you think. We'll post um, some of the pictures in today's episode, too, in our feed so we can comment in that comment section. Talk about it. Mm -hmm. Let us know if you have any spooky stories. Share them in the comments if you can. Mm -hmm. And don't forget to also follow us individually. We're all on Instagram. Becca's at DeLaPlants. Adam is at NotDude. And I am at MyCleanLeaves. And if you want some more really fun, oft-hinged unhinged banter you can join our patreon uh which we should be having an episode coming out next week so that'll be fun and you can find that through our website which is linked in the bio on instagram and i think that's it yes all right guys happy halloween and we'll see you next week bye of being upsold at gyms? 
My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.